Hi listeners, welcome back to Dr. N. Chandra Show. This is a podcast channel to extend all your questions related to health, medicine and wellness. Let me first introduce myself. My name is Dr. Nishit Chandra. I am a Director Interventional Cardiologist at India's leading heart hospital, Fortis Escorts Heart Institute, New Delhi, for the past 26 years. With the arrival of internet, there has been an explosion of information in all the fields. Medicine is no exception. But with this overwhelming information overload, it is difficult for the patient to decide what is right and what is wrong. Sometimes the medical terms become very challenging and leaves a patient confused and overwhelmed. It is to clear this dilemma this podcast has been started. Here I would explain all your questions related to health, diseases or medical procedures in a very simple and easy to understand language. This podcast has been designed in a question and answer format. All those questions which commonly come to your mind would be answered in detail. For your convenience, I have time-stamped my questions which are available in the podcast description. If you want to listen to a specific question, you can directly go to that timestamp. If at the end of the podcast you still have any questions which are not answered, please feel free to email me at drchandra.hotmail.com or visit my website www.nishitchandra.com. I would try to reply you as soon as possible. You can also listen to my podcast at Apple Podcast and iTunes or a Spotify music channel. If you want to be notified for the future episodes, please click the subscribe button. The next very commonly asked question is that after an angiography, patient asks, Doctor, I have met a number of doctors, some are suggesting stenting, some are suggesting bypass surgery and some say that I can treat it with medicines only. I am totally confused. How should I decide the best treatment? This happens very commonly. The more the number of doctors you meet, the more confused you would be. But that does not mean that the advice given to you by different doctors was wrong. Every doctor has a different way of approaching a disease. There is no right and wrong answers in this. But as a lay person, it would be helpful for you to be better informed about the basics of angioplasty. And this is what this podcast is all about. So stay tuned and you would get a clear answer to most of your queries and doubts, helping you take an informed decision which is right for you. There are three major arteries called coronary arteries in the heart which supply blood to the heart muscle. When they get blocked because of the fat or plaque deposition, the person may start having angina because the heart muscle is not receiving enough blood supply. If not treated, it may even lead to heart attack. Patient may start having chest pain, breathlessness, palpitation, fatigability, difficulty to walk, These symptoms should never be ignored. It is after a coronary angiography we come to know that how many of these three arteries and how much they are blocked. 
depending upon the severity of their blockages the treatment modality is chosen by the doctor between medicines stenting and a bypass surgery again this is a very commonly asked question also that doctor i am going for an angiography and doctor would advise me a stenting whether it is needed or not this is again a common myth you are going for an angiography because you had symptoms that's why you were subjected to angiography and when you had symptoms you have done got an angiography done that is the the blockages are bound to come out that is why the doctor is suggesting the treatment for those blockages in form of either angioplasty or bypass surgery if there are only minor blockages then medicines are prescribed if there are blockages in one or two arteries then the preferred option is stenting if all the three arteries are blocked then a bypass surgery is advisable but honestly this is too simplification of an approach the decision between medicines stenting or a bypass surgery should not be taken only on the basis of angiography findings instead a lot of other factors such as patient's age heart function presence of diabetes kidney diseases help in arriving at the most suitable treatment option so leave it to the doctor to decide the best course of your treatment you can discuss the pros and cons of each the options offered to you so doctor how should we decide then my answer to that is if there is an emergency like a heart attack then you should not waste time and trust your treating cardiologist judgment because every second of delay in opening the arteries could lead to further damage of the heart muscle and once the heart muscle is damaged then it cannot be revived or regenerated so in emergency situations get the artery opened as soon as possible in our medical language we follow a term called door to balloon time which means the time gap between the patient's arrival at the hospital and opening of the artery the world standard is that it should not be more than 90 minutes or earlier the better so in emergency cases you should not waste your time discussing with your relatives or your doctor friends on phone we have seen this happening very commonly in our emergency rooms where relatives waste lot of precious time in arriving at a decision and in that process ultimately unknowingly they are causing irreversible damage to the patient's heart however if angiography is done electively then there is a, and there is no ongoing heart attack then you have time for a second opinion for taking taking second opinion also i have seen patients ringing their doctor friends of any specialty and taking advice on phone with all due regards to other medical specialties interpreting an angiography is a very technical procedure done only by a trained and experienced interventional cardiologist taking a second opinion by your friendly ophthalmologist general surgeon or gynecologist or even a general practitioner would only leave you confused but if you really have to take a second opinion 
take it from an experienced interventional cardiologist and not by phone not on phone but by showing him the angiography film in person that is the correct way of taking a second opinion so these two questions were the initial hiccups in decision making after getting the angiography now coming to the main topic of today's podcast the first question is what is angioplasty coronary angioplasty is a procedure to open the blocked arteries in your heart it is done without doing any surgery is there a difference between ballooning stenting and angioplasty in the initial days the blockages in the heart arteries were opened simply by putting a small 2 to 3 mm balloon across the blockage and then inflating it inside the arteries this technique was simply called ballooning ballooning was first done in 1977 but the disadvantage of ballooning was once the balloon is withdrawn the artery may recoil and the narrowing may reappear immediately and even if it does not recoil immediately there are still chances of blockages occurring slowly which may occur in as many as one third of the patients and it is this chance of reblockages which has led to the myth that ballooning is a temporary procedure so to avoid this reblockage of the artery simple ballooning is replaced by stenting so doctor what is stenting stenting is nothing but placement of stents which are small metallic mesh about 2 to 4 mm wide these are inserted inside the blocked arteries over the balloon once the balloon is removed the stent is left inside this stent keeps the arteries open and prevents them from getting blocked again stenting is done by the procedure called angioplasty this can be done either as an emergency during the heart attack or in a planned way with the arrival of these stents the chances of reblockages have reduced to about 10 to 15% only so now you must understand that ballooning stenting and angioplasty they they are different things ballooning is simply opening of the blockages just by inflating a balloon stenting is placement of stent across the blockages and angioplasty is the procedure of doing stenting is called angioplasty so doctor what do stents look like stents are simple hollow tubes made up of a very fine metal mesh these range between 2 to 4 mm in diameter and can be from 8 mm to about 40 to 50 mm in length what are stents made up of stent has three components a base which is made up of metal a polymer and a drug drug which is in the medicated stents Initially the base was made up of medical grade stainless steel but now a number of different alloys like cobalt chromium platinum chromium are used instead of stainless steel these new alloys 
have advantages over a stainless steel they are more malleable more radio opaque and there is more radial strength and they are more easily visible on the x rays over this metallic base the stents also have a coating called polymer the purpose of this polymer is to keep the drug and release it slowly according to the pre determined drug elution protocol once put inside the body the stent releases the drugs gradually over a period of 1 to 3 months and these drugs when released slowly they avoid the growth of scar tissue preventing the reblockages or the renarrowing of the arteries it is these drug coated stents which have reduced the recurrence rate which was earlier 10 to 15% in the case of non medicated stents to now only 2 to 5% only and now in 95% of the cases of stenting done worldwide only medicated stents are used doctor how many different types of stents are available initially bare metal stents made up of medical grade stainless steel were launched but when it was found that they too had chances of restenosis to overcome this restenosis risk in 2002 drug coated or medicated stents were launched these medicated stents have a special drug coatings which is released slowly inside the blocked arteries and thus preventing the reblockages of coronary arteries with this medicated stents the chances of reblockages have reduced to 2 to 5% only two very popular initial drug coated stents were cipher and texas both were manufactured in united states but now a wide number of different brands are available around the world and india also has become a hub of very high quality made in india stents with very good results comparable to imported stents doctor i have heard about dissolving stents what are these so the job of a stent is just to keep the artery open after the initial blood flow is restored stents have done their job and they are no longer needed so now scientists have developed stents which do their job and then gradually dissolve inside the artery over a period of 2 to 3 years leaving the artery without any metallic stent these absorbable stents were made up of polylactic acid this was the same material which was used in absorbable sutures in surgery this technique became intensely popular in india we have also deployed thousands of such absorbable stents with very good results but these absorbable stents require a special technique to be properly deployed if not followed properly it may lead to future complications like sudden thrombosis or blockages of the stent because of clot formation after the initial euphoria of absorbable stents the enthusiasm for these absorbable stents gradually waned off it was because of a number of complications were reported around the world and in 2010 they were formally withdrawn from routine clinical use by the american company which has launched these 
But honestly and personally, I am a great believer of this absorbable technology. I had implanted a number of absorbable stents in my patients and none of my patients have faced any problem. And I'm very optimistic and very sure that these absorbable stents would come back with an improved design and safety. It is heartening to note that one Indian company too has developed an Indian absorbable stent which would soon be launched in India. So, doctor, my angioplasty has been scheduled. What should I expect at the hospital? If it is an elective angioplasty, then you would be called to hospital early in the morning in a fasting state. Some hospitals have a protocol to admit the patient one day before. Once you arrive at the hospital, after the formalities of the admission, you would be taken to day cath room where you would be asked to change in a sterile hospital gown and your blood sample for the important tests like blood sugar, urea, creatinine, hemoglobin and blood bleeding parameters would be sent. A barber would shave the intended site of procedure which could either be your wrist or groin. After this initial preparation, you would wait for about one to two hours for the blood test results to come. Once the test results come and they are normal, then you would be taken for angioplasty. So where is the angioplasty done? Is it done in an operation theatre? No, angioplasty is not done in an operation theatre. Rather it is done in a special room called cardiac catheterization lab, which is equipped with a state-of-the-art cardiac catheterization machine. How is the angioplasty or stenting done? So once you are in a cath lab, you would be asked to lie down on your back on the cath table. The cath lab nurse would clean the wrist or the groin area with an antiseptic solution and you would be covered with sterile drapes. After that, the doctor would give a local anesthesia injection at wrist or groin and a small tube about 3 to 4 mm wide called a sheath would be put into your wrist or the groin artery. The purpose of these sheaths is that they prevent the bleeding because they have one-way valves but they allow easy passage of angioplasty catheters. Once these sheaths are in place, then a long hollow tube called guiding catheter is inserted either from the wrist which is uh, called a radial root or through the groin which is called a femoral root. It is guided all the way up to your blocked artery of the heart under direct x-ray vision. Once inside the heart, a very fine wire is then passed inside this catheter and negotiated across the narrowed blood vessels. Over this wire, a small balloon is inserted which is then inflated across the narrowing making it wider and allowing us to now put a stent. After that, the stent is taken which is scrimmed over a deflated balloon and positioned across the blockage site. Slowly under this direct x-ray vision, the stent mounted balloon is inflated. Once it is deployed at the correct position, the balloon is deflated and withdrawn 
The stent remains at the site of the blockage embedded in the artery's wall and thus keeping it wide open. After that, the balloon catheter and wire is removed and a final confirmatory angiography shot is taken to see that everything is alright. So this is just the whole procedure of angioplasty done on the cath lab. During this patient is fully conscious. So doctor, how much time the angioplasty takes? The actual angioplasty procedure on the cath table would take between 30 minutes to an hour. But actually it also depends upon the number and severity of the blockages. In a simple case, the procedure may last only for 30 minutes. While in a more severe case requiring multiple stents and other specialized procedures, the total time may stretch up to 2 to 3 hours. Will it be painful? Overall, the whole procedure is painless. The only time you feel slight prick is when the doctor is giving you local anesthesia, either at your wrist or a groin. After that, the whole procedure is virtually painless. Mild chest discomfort may be experienced for a brief period when the balloon is inflated during the stent deployment, but that lasts temporarily only for 10 to 20 seconds. Doctor, will there be any cuts? No, there would be no cuts or stitches involved in angioplasty. It is a non-surgical procedure. Will I be given any journal anesthesia? No, during the whole procedure you would be wide awake and can even watch the whole procedure on the TV monitor. In fact, this is only the procedure in medical science where the patient is fully awake and the doctor is cleaning the blockages working inside the heart, beating at 60 to 100 times per minute. That too almost painlessly. We should owe our gratitude to the Swiss physician Dr. Andreas Grunzig for inventing this angioplasty procedure way back in 1977. Unfortunately, we lost Dr. Grunzig in a plane crash at a very young age, but he left a legacy behind which has benefited millions of people around the world. So doctor, I am confused whether should I opt for a wrist approach or a groin approach for a standing procedure. Majority of cases are now done through the wrist which is called a radial route which is an advantage of lower bleeding risk and early mobility. But sometimes, especially in complicated procedure requiring lots of different catheters and of different sizes, it is convenient to go through the groin as it allows wider catheters. So leave this decision of choosing the radial or femoral route to the doctor. Will there be any bleeding? No, as there are no cuts involved, there is no major bleeding. There may be mild oozing around the site of the sheath, but which can be easily controlled by simply applying a pressure, manual pressure. Doctor, what are the complications of stenting? So there is no medical procedure in the world which is without any complications. But in expert hands, the complications of angioplasty are almost negligible. That is why it is advisable to get it done by an experienced operator at a major well-equipped cardiac center. There might be some mild allergic reaction to the dye used in angioplasty, but they can be easily treated with anti-allergic medicines. 
there could be some local site oozing of the blood as i told you earlier through the groin or the wrist site but it can be easily controlled by applying a manual pressure in very rare instances the radio opaque dye which we inject for doing an angioplasty they can affect the kidneys but usually this effect is also reversible people who already have a pre-existing kidney disease require a special dye which we use during the angioplasty which has a very minimal effect on the kidneys rarely in one in thousand patients there could be some major complication like clotting of the stent suddenly but if the technique of putting a stent is good and a stenting procedure is followed by blood thinners then the risk of stent thrombosis is minimal doctor can the stents block again if proper precautions in changing lifestyle or medicines are not taken yes rarely stents can get blocked again that is why we emphasize to change your lifestyle to continue taking medicines and follow the advice of the doctor doctor i have heard there are lots of different types of stents available imported stents or indian stents so which one should i choose initially stents were imported mainly from united states or europe but for the past few years many indian companies have launched their made in india stents technically now the indian stents are at par with imported stents there have been a number of studies comparing indian stents with imported stents and found them equally effective in summary it is the experience of the doctor and correct technique of stent placement which is more important rather than a particular stent so the choice of a stent should be left to the interventional cardiologist who would choose the stent best suitable for the type and the severity of your blockages for how long i would be admitted in hospital can i be discharged the same day in western countries there are some hospitals where they discharge the patient after an angioplasty the same day if it is done through the radial route but here in india we keep the patient for one or two days after the procedure if angioplasty is done through the radial route yes you can be sent home after a day but if it is done through the groin or the femoral route you can be sent after 2 days how long does a stent last and i am told that stenting is a temporary procedure this is again a very common myth once we put a stent it remains there it's a permanent stent if it is not an absorbable one there is however 2 to 5% risk of blockages coming back and if blockage has to come it has it usually comes within next 6 to 9 months very rarely it may occur later also if you are not careful about controlling your risk factors blockages can occur in other arteries also so doctor what can i do to prevent these reblockages if you are taking the prescribed medicines and controlling your risk factors like stopping smoking regularly exercising reducing weight 
controlling your blood sugar and cholesterol, then the chances of recurrences can be greatly minimized. But rarely, despite taking all such precautions very meticulously, re-blockages can occur. But if that happens, stenting can be done again. Doctor, I have got a stent implanted years ago, but my doctor is now suggesting another stent. How many times a stenting can be done? There is no such upper limit of number of times a stent can be put. But if the arteries are getting blocked again and again and at multiple places, then other options like bypass surgery also could be explored. You can discuss it with your interventional cardiologist. How would I feel after the angioplasty? After an angioplasty, you would be moved from cath lab to recovery area, which is monitored area usually near the cardiac cath lab. After some time, the sister would remove the tube from your groin and apply local pressure. This is done to avoid any bleeding. The next morning, you would be moved to the ward bed for observation for a day. You are only asked to avoid any heavy lifting or strenuous exercise. One very common mistake people do is straining to pass motion. That should be strictly avoided. If you are constipated, ask the nurse for a stool softener. If your heart function is normal, then you are encouraged to drink lots of fluids. This will help flush out all the dye used during the procedure and keep the kidneys healthy. Your groin or arm from where the tube was inserted may develop some mild bruise and may feel sore for a day or two. But this bluish discoloration would disappear within one to two weeks time and does not warrant any treatment. However, you should watch for any undue pain or increase in swelling. If that occurs, you should contact your doctor immediately. You can do light activities around the house, but nothing strenuous for a few days. How is the recovery after an angioplasty? After an angioplasty, the heart recovers immediately. This is the advantage of angioplasty over the bypass surgery. You would be up and around walking if the procedure is done through the wrist. Even when the groin is used, you can walk after 6 to 8 hours. Once I am back home, what precautions should be taken after the angioplasty? They are simple. You have to avoid a healthy lifestyle like quitting smoking, eat a healthy diet which is low in saturated fats and refined sugar, maintain a healthy weight, control the blood pressure, do regular exercises at least 30 minutes of brisk exercise 4 to 5 times a week, lower your cholesterol levels and take the medicines prescribed by your doctor. When can I return to work after an angioplasty? It would depend upon how straightforward the angioplasty procedure was. If it was simple and done through the radial route, you can resume your work from the next week. If done through the groin, then you can resume work after 15 days. It is recommended to avoid any strenuous activity for initial two weeks. Doctor, I have recently got a stenting done. Still, I am feeling some chest pain. For initial few days, it is common to have mild chest discomfort after stenting because of the stretching of the artery, but it settles down very quickly. 
If the pain doesn't go and is severe, then you must contact your doctor. When can I start driving? You can start driving after two weeks if there are no symptoms. But it's advisable to consult your cardiologist before start driving. How early can I take a flight? You can fly within next one or two weeks after the stenting. Now doctor, how much does the stenting cost? The cost depends upon a number of stents and other hardware used during the procedure. It varies from hospital to hospital. In a small standalone hospitals, it might be available for 50,000 rupees to 1 lakh rupees, while in bigger corporate hospitals, it might cost between 1.5 lakhs to 2 lakh rupees. In government-run hospitals, it can be done free of charge, but that is the reason the waiting time can reach up to months. But if you compare the Indian cost from the cost in United States, the cost in India is very low. In United States, it can cost up to 1 lakh US dollars, which is about 70 to 80 lakh rupees. But doctor, why the cost of angioplasty is so high when in India the cost of a stent is fixed by the government at about 30,000 rupees? This is a very commonly asked question from us. Stent is one very small component of the whole angioplasty procedure. The whole angioplasty procedure, as I explained to you, takes two to three days of hospitalization, medicines, nursing fee, doctor's fee, food, cleanliness and other establishment costs. On top of that, the cost of maintenance of putting a state-of-art cath, cath lab where the angioplasty is done runs in 3 to 4 crore rupees. Actually all these add up to the total cost of the angioplasty procedure. But here again I would like to emphasize that the cost of angioplasty in India is one-tenth of what they charge in US or other Western countries and in fact this is the reason we are getting lots of patients from abroad and neighboring countries for angioplasty at an affordable cost. What are the don'ts after the stenting? You should avoid strenuous activity, you should quit smoking, do not strain on passing motions, do not smoke and avoid sexual activity for a week. Doctor, can I take alcohol after stenting? You can start alcohol after one to two weeks, but in moderation. Moderation means not more than two packs of 30 ml in each sitting. Is bypass better for me? I have answered this question earlier. Every patient is different. Their blockages are different. For some, angioplasty is better. For some, bypass. And in some, only medicines are required. So, discuss in detail with your doctor what is the best solution for you. Discussing all the pros and cons of each modality. The pros in favor of angioplasty are that it is a very simple procedure requiring only two to three days admission. It is almost painless, there is no requirement of blood transfusion, it allows quick recovery, it is much cheaper than bypass.
the cons of angioplasty in fact are very few if patient is not very careful about lifestyle changes the blockages can come back rarely the stent can get clogged suddenly but again that happens one in 1000 patients if arteries are very heavily calcified or diffusely diseased then angioplasty cannot be done in these cases we have to do a bypass surgery what are the pros in favor of bypass the bypass can be done even in diffusely and narrowed or heavily calcified vessels bypass is established procedure for a very long time with a very robust data but the cons for bypass are that it is painful it is a surgical process so the chest has to be surgically opened there is a requirement of about 4 units of blood it takes longer it takes about 4 to 6 hours on the operating table and requires 7 to 10 days of hospital stay and total complete recovery might take about 4 to 6 weeks so these are the pros and cons for doing angioplasty and a bypass so you should discuss with your family with your doctor for arriving at a decision doctor my stenting has been done so how commonly should i see my doctor now after your stenting you would be called for follow up after 1 to 2 weeks during which the doctor would see the local site and your recovery after that you should visit your doctor all at least every 6 months because some of the medicines need to be adjusted a doctor why is doctor giving me medicines now i have got stents implanted this is again a very commonly asked question that after an angioplasty people think that now i've got stent so what is the need of medicines and so they stop all their medicines this should never be done and all the medicines prescribed in the discharge summary should be taken people should understand that stenting is not a cure it is a palliative procedure stenting is just opening of the arteries it has done nothing to reduce the tendency of getting the blockages so to prevent the reblockages of these stents or any other artery in future these medicines are given how long my medicine continue after the stent after stenting you would be given blood thinning medicines to avoid clotting and medicines to control your blood pressure diabetes and cholesterol blood thinning medicines would continue at least for a year after the procedure after that one of the blood thinning medicine will be stopped the aspirin however would continue indefinitely doctor how would i come to know that my stents are getting blocked again it occurs very rarely but if it happens you may start having those same symptoms of heart disease like chest pain breathlessness fatigability So if you develop these symptoms you should consult your doctor who would do a stress test or a stress echocardiogram to ascertain whether the stent is functioning properly or not. Doctor can my stents move inside the body after being deployed? No, once properly deployed stents cannot move inside the body. Can I get MRI done after a stent? Yes, you can do MRI after a stent, usually after two months. Doctor, can I use mobile phones? 
Yes, certainly you can easily use mobile phones. Doctor, since the stents are made up of metal, will it interfere in the airport security process? No, stents would not interfere with the security process. Doctor, I do not want a stent. Can my blockages disappear with medicines? I know a person whose blockages disappeared by medicines. This is the repeatedly asked question. There are a number of people who claim to treat the blockages without stent or bypass. This is a myth and is a clear exploitation of reluctance of people to get the stent or a bypass. People get influenced by these self-styled healers in a zeal to avoid getting a stent. Scientifically, there is no proof that a severely blocked artery be opened only with medicines. So medicines can never lead to disappearing of blockages. So friends, I hope to have answered all your doubts and myths concerning angioplasty or stenting. Still, if you have any other question in your mind or you want me to take up a particular topic of your choice, please write to me on my email drchandra at hotmail.com or visit www.nishitchandra.com In the next episode, I would explain all your questions and doubts about the bypass surgery. If you have liked this episode and do not want to miss my future episode, please subscribe to this podcast, Dr. N. Chandra Show, and you would be notified the moment next episode is live. You can subscribe at Apple iTunes Podcast or at Spotify or, or at Amazon Music. So goodbye listeners, be safe and stay tuned. Thank you.